Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. I'm Jason Harmon, and in studio today, we've got Mr. Barry Cross, special guest, special co-host today. It's co-host. And, and Doug Markham down here. He's decided to jump on the other end of the table. Yeah, I'm co-hosting. I'm co-hosting with the other two co-hosts. Yeah, it's a, it's a show of co-hosts today, and we're going to just hit topics... There's no telling what we'll talk about today. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. A little bit of everything. A lot of stuff that's going on and happening and stuff. Right, Barry? About everything that you can think of. It's springtime, the fishing's starting, turkey hunting's coming. Uh, What else? If you don't have a hunter safety card, you want to get out and get your hunter safety. We'll explain all uh, that stuff. It's all out there. Yeah. All right. So, in weeks ahead... Uh, Barry's uh, information coordinator in Region 2. And mm-hmm. uh, we want to get, we want the show to start having more of our coordinators across the state yep. on the program. In a few weeks, we're going to have Miss Mimi Barnes, our Region mm-hmm. 3 coordinator, on. And you're traveling over there. Talk to a fisherman, right? Yeah, Michael Neal. He's a, a professional angler. He's going to uh, be on the show with us. We're going to shoot some PSAs with him. He's uh, helping us. Uh, What's a PSA? A PSA, Public Service Announcement. Okay. And he's going to help us promote our aquatic nuisance species program. And so. also, you are going to ask him a bass question or two, right? Chickamauga. Yeah. Y'all going to be mm-hmm. on the bank, the shoreline of Chickamauga? Right. I'm hoping he'll show me like a few uh, the tips lake. and tricks, you know, to get you out yeah. and let you play a little. To catch a few. But that's because Doug's not. <laughs> Here we go. No, no, okay. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's the truth, though. I am going to Florida. And if I come back from Florida, if there's another hurricane, I'm going in two weeks that comes through there, then I, it's definitely me. Because the last time I've gone, two times I've gone to Florida, has been the hurricanes. Both times. So, both times. Mm. So I know that it's got something to do with me, right? Mm. And we're not supposed to have hurricanes in March, are we? Nah, not that I know. Tornadoes. Of. Tornadoes. Here. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, anyway, you're going to try to do more of that, right, Jason? Yeah, get we're going to try Get out there and travel and get get the other folks on, yeah. on the show. Looking forward to having uh, some other folks on here and, and participate in the show. Yeah. It's a new year, 50, uh, show 53 today. And Barry's helping us start 53 years. Yeah. All right. No, 53 shows. shows. One right. year and one, one year. show so far. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's start with a little serious stuff real quick, Barry. Mm-hmm. Let's let Barry start it with us, get us going good. Yeah. Although it's a serious subject. Already, and, and this happened twice that I know of over in East Tennessee, over where Matt Cameron, we'll all meet Matt here on, there, on the show soon. Yeah. But there's already been two drowning deaths over there, I think, that were both involved with boats. Mm-hmm. And you, unfortunately, had to handle the press the other day for one on Percy Priest here in Middle Tennessee. And the theme is the same on every one of them. And what is that theme? Uh, always wear a life jacket. That's right. None of them were. Um, and and this is this is a uh, a big concern. I mean, it, anybody that goes out on a boat, anytime you're on the water and, and your boat's moving, you should really have that life jacket on. Um a lot of people like to take them off when they're fishing and you know this time of year is not a good time to do that and the reason being is the water's cold if you go in the water uh you may not be able to get back in your boat and then you run into trouble the the incident we had the other day was a a a weird accident that somebody got thrown from a boat and even you know if he did had on a life jacket it might have saved his life because he would have floated. I think, <clears throat> I think there's a good chance. We don't know. We don't know exactly don't know. what happened on yeah. that accident, but he does yeah. appear to be ejected out 
appeared to be probably a regular fisherman routine. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing I think where I think fishermen make mistakes because it seems like every few years we hear about somebody dying, either walking to get their boat that's floated away or, or it comes in, they float back. Wear that life jacket until you're ready to pull up the ramp to go up. The, even when you, if you're by yourself and you go out there and put the boat on back, keep it on until mm-hmm. you get back in that truck. That's right. And, I, and yeah, well, I mean, if you if you got a life jacket on and and you hit the water, and most of the time we don't plan on hitting the water. You know, you don't plan on falling in. So this time of year, especially when you hit water that's fifty degrees, cold water. If you suck some water in and you don't have a way of floating. Yeah, you're done. You're not going to make it more than likely. So, Chuck Yost, who works for us, he comes on usually talking about deer. He did Mm -hmm. a water test, a cold water, cold water survey test, boot camp. Yeah, and there was this DVD made. I forget what federal government did it. It was a federal agency thing, I think. But regardless, a bunch of people that are in real good shape, and Chuck's Mm -hmm. in really great shape. They took them out on a, a Great Lake or somewhere. One shot in Tennessee, right? And and they all would have drowned. If they'd not had their life jackets on, if there wasn't somebody sitting right there with them to make sure they didn't because the water was so cold. When you hit the water when it's 50 degrees, he said no matter what, no matter how hard you tried, the first thing you did was open that mouth. Mm -hmm. And gasp. It's the first reflex. You can't stop it. Mm -hmm. So that water gets sucked in, and you're in trouble at that point. Yeah, yeah. So that – that that's one message that we really want to get out is uh you know think safety when you're on the water um you know always have that life jacket and now like what you, handy. you said something the other two day too barry when we were talking about doing some more life jacket stuff just the idea of keeping that jacket sitting on your yeah, seat when you, you know it, it a lot of a lot of your professional fishermen will do this they'll wear their life jacket when they're when they're running uh, and they've got the uh, kill switch attached to the jacket when they get to stop they pull the life jacket off and they'll get up and and uh, operate their boat um you know if if you wanted to do that that would be a good opportunity to kind of like a seat belt it reminds you that when i get back in the seat i put the life jacket back on and now we're running um you know and you know i would go a step further sometimes it's always especially when it's cold go ahead and just keep that life jacket on and enjoy the fishing i mean yeah but even the belt packs i mean you don't even know they're there so right. I mean, right don't you slap that seat belt on before you get in the boat and just wear it all day you know that's yeah. right that's another you option can still throw the other one on there if you want to but yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that it's we don't take them off very much anymore when we're out we get in trouble here if we do <laughs> we know betsy woods and yeah. we get in trouble uh but the reality is some people still fish without keeping that jacket on and i think that's a good tip for right. The, right. the ones that are still going to do it at least yeah. put it on those kids Oh yeah, that's oh the, yeah, that's the main. Thirteen yeah. years, you got to make sure they got it on under it. Yeah, and, and uh, I know Tucker's going to be wearing you the will. jacket out there. We're going to take him, right? We are. Do We're going to tell him about fishing. Maybe he will show us. He will how show to us. catch some fish. Hey, he's caught them before without you know without any help from me. So, all right. Well, yeah. speaking of youngsters, Tucker's a little too young for this. Tell us about hunter education that's coming up. Where it's going to be offered a lot again. Uh, you can check our website. Uh, there's all kinds of. Uh, areas you can check and find in your region where they're going to be taught um we're coming up on turkey season uh i know a lot of those folks have been out uh, teaching classes and have them scheduled so if you if you just check on our website at tnwildlife.org and and find a class in your area sign up for it um uh, the class is usually a couple days and you know you'll have a, a, a about a half a day of uh of a, a test and uh and it 
both my daughters took it they passed it so uh, it's not it's not anything to be afraid of it's not anything that uh you can't do um you know if, if your child wants to go hunting or if you need that class if you say if you hadn't taken it if your wife hadn't taken it or if you're not a hunter and you want to experience hunting go get the class you'll learn something uh it's uh it's all about safety all right so and it's uh if you're born after 69 January 1st 1969 or after you have to take this course right so um get your kids in it tucker's still you have to be at least nine before you can take it so he's got about four more years four more and i bet he i bet he'll be right in there the day he can go we're gonna make sure of that and it's free if you're not familiar with it it's free okay of course it don't cost anything and not not only that uh, you know boating season's coming up so if you if you want to drive a boat uh, the boating safety classes are out there so you can check on those too okay. um, because uh, th- right now if you're born after january 1st 1989 and you want to operate a boat by yourself uh, you have to have that uh, boater safety so i you know i recommend it for folks that aren't in that age group you know if you're you're older and mm-hmm. you've never driven a boat it's a good class to take because you learn the rules of the road out on the lake and right that's probably one of the best things you can know uh to keep everybody safe out on the lake is know what you're doing when you get behind the wheel of that boat and a lot of folks don't know that that's mandatory now if you were born after that 89 <coughs> january 1st right. 1989 i was talking to a guy the day and he wasn't aware of that mm-hmm. i was like well you're you don't have to take it but if you want to you could because yeah. you're old enough but yeah there's a cutoff now and make sure you understand it's a course you have to pass a test you don't have to take a course we just highly recommend that you take it you can take it online which i did just this last year i did because i'm going to florida and they require they don't care how old you are mm-hmm. on a base i'm going to visit my friend you can rent a boat at his base and they won't let you rent a boat at this base unless you have taken a hundred i mean a, a boat boating safety. test thank you and i took it online and it was helpful i learned yeah. all kinds of stuff yeah. but i would rather do what you're saying barry if the time allowed and that's going to take it visit with somebody yeah i mean it talking to uh, our officers that uh deliver the test they're knowledgeable they they can help you if you have any questions so it it's uh my daughter went through that uh about three months ago and uh yeah two months ago and uh she passed it and uh she's ready to go boating so she's gonna take you go ride with her yeah Sure, 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 I will. Okay, all right. Yeah. You can wear your life jacket. Okay, should be good. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you wear your life jacket. Yeah. All right. So I feel much safer safer now knowing that Doug's taking that class. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. When I get in the boat with him, I'm, I know I'm going to be okay. You want me to take a fishing class? As you go ready to learn how to fish again, or learn how to fish. All right. Uh, speaking of fishing, the waters are warming up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it is still 50 degrees, but this is a time of year. I'm just I'm seeing fish all over our tag board. Jason, you're getting all kinds of photographs. Yeah, we could show some pictures of those if you we'll want to. Show that if because people are watching at home. Uh, people yeah. are. Uh, yeah, if you're listening, you can go watch it. If you yeah, if you're listening, just go to our website tnwildlife.org and find our trophy room there. But here's some shots on our trophy room that uh, have been have been uh, coming in here recently. Just a couple of days ago, our breed one. Uh, spending in some some large mouth and some and some uh crappie and and uh got stripe. stripers yeah and the walleye sauger still doing some biting out there we're just just good days it's warming up our lakes really fast and mm-hmm. these fish are, are hitting good and and the director carter was on last week and said that um the the crappie bite on kentucky lake was great steve mcadams who does a fish report over there is talking about how great it is too so 
it is time to go. And those black-nosed crappie that you see that mm-hmm. our breed one sends all the time, they are stocked frequently by TWRA. I don't know where he sh- where he did this. It looks like it could be Center Hill or Percy Priest, either one. Yeah. But who knows? And he does. And anyway, these black-nosed crappie, if you catch one, they've come out of one of our hatcheries, but they've really done well in our state lakes. They're beautiful fish, too. Looks like he's hashtag Chickamauga, so that might be where he's at. <laughs> well, maybe so. It's a great lake, and that's where you're going to be in two weeks. Yeah. Maybe you'll learn a little bit, a little bit of – about for take me a fishing rod down there. It will. Um, the the white bass or stripe, a lot of people call them. That's mm-hmm. actually what a lot of folks they'd rather call them white bass, but some folks call them stripe. Uh, this is the time of year to go get them. Uh, Jason and I went the other day. wasn't quite the time him? to go get them then, uh. but it is now. <laughs> so <laughs> they're running up our rivers, they get in our tailwaters. Just take a jig out looking for them. They're a lot of fun to catch. So since you're going to go fishing, what do you got to get? What do you got to get? Yeah. Oh, oh! I know what you got to get. Something I just got today. Yeah, it's time to get that license, right? It's time to get that new license. Yep. There, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a really good Facebook piece that Barry Barry does videography. He's really good at it. It's shot right, right there Weapons. in our slider. Yeah. And if you want to go watch and learn more about this collector's license we've got going out, it's an option. Okay, uh, it's really cool. Yep. You don't have to buy it. It's an option just to. Uh, uh, help the agency uh, fund some other programs and and uh, five bucks for this license yeah. and, and it, I bought it today. It's pretty cool because it's got artwork by Ralph McDonald that uh, um, you know if from now on there's going to be an offering of this card so you can collect these and uh, um, the cool thing about it is it's got all your information about your license and you can put it in your wallet and just like your driver's license. It's yeah, a, and what do you want to say that the, that that one will come back in the fall. We got one of a jumping bass that's in your video. Mm-hmm. That's the one that's available now. That's one mm-hmm. I bought today. You yep. buy your license, and if you want this hard card to stick in your wallet, it's five dollars more. You don't have to. And we're on our Facebook. And they'll mail it to you. They'll mail it to you. <clears throat> on our Facebook, we're having some people. I think they think you get it's more money that you have to use, and it's not. And then there's also folks worrying about a paper copy. A lot of our vendors now are running out eight and a half by eleven inch paper copies and that's your license Mm -hmm. and what's happening there is is they're thinking that's the only i think they think that's the only time they can get it and they're afraid they're going to get it wet uh there's you cut it out it's got lines in it you cut you stick it in your pocket become small run out a hundred of them if you want to right there at home and put them wherever you want to if they get wet run out another one or take a photograph and put it on your cell phone yeah right and i i haven't had a, a durable, you know, the plastic license in years. I, I always printed them out at home because it was convenient for me. Um, so, you know, it, to me, I think it, it's a, a neat idea because you can print out more than one. And anymore these days, you can put it on your phone. So who doesn't always have their phone with them anyway? Right. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think I'm going to get a durable card. Just yeah, because, for five bucks. Yeah. It's- you know. Oh, I'm going to collect them. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what, what I was, we yeah. call them, the yeah. collector's cards of Ralph McDonald. And, and Barry went and, and talked with Ralph McDonald and, and shot video with him. It's just terrific, and he's a great guy. And it's uh, it's, not, it's something to be happy about, not something to be yeah. unhappy It's an about. opportunity. I mean, because, you know, there's, there's a little cost that goes into printing them, so it's not like, you know, there's a lot of money coming to us. Not for a lot these, of money. You know, so. It's not. It's just sort of a neat opportunity. It's something that our new brand that are work, that's working mm-hmm. with those licenses, something they've done in two other states, and it's been really popular. Yeah, folks so we're like doing them. it in Tennessee. And the same with the paper copies. I think if you give them a chance, you're going to like them. Mm-hmm. I and think so. I yeah. think you'll like them, and you won't think of it anything of it anymore. Put one in your boat, put one in your hunting pack, and you're good to go. Or yeah. Wherever you're fishing or hunting, you've got, right. got your license with you. you got it somewhere. And put it on your phone. 
because we know that most of you have phones. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. So that's it. Is the new license year is what you're alluding to, Barry? Right. And it's right. it's official now. It's yeah. It's we're into March. And, this is March. Yeah. Yes, it is. And mm-hmm. so uh, you need to have your new license if you buy them annually. And by the way, that lifetime. If you have a lifetime license, after you did your video the other day, people mm-hmm. were asking, "What if I have a lifetime?" Just go online just like you would, and you'll reach it, and you can order it for $5 online or go to a license agent. I think they can help you, but go online. I know you can do it right there Absolutely. at your own computer yeah. and get it done. Hey, our Facebook's rolling pretty good now. Right, talk about it. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to hit, hit this event. Did you make it to this event, Barry? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, I seen there was a few pictures, the and trapper, I seen you posted yeah. them, but yeah. I, I think they had a great Trapper Ed weekend at uh, Buffalo Ridge Refuge. And uh, that's cool to see, but our Facebook's growing. Uh, Ninety thousand plus followers right now. What is it up to? Ninety-two thousand four hundred. But who's counting? Yeah, well, Doug's <laughs> Doug is counting. Yes, he is. But uh, you know, we've got anything and everything on our Facebook page, and then we're also on Instagram. Um, and I'll show y'all that at home if y'all are watching. Uh, trying to get that going, and uh, so follow us there. There's that. There's that fish you caught the other day, Doug. Yeah, it looks pretty big there, doesn't it? It was a monster. Yeah. No. <laughs> but anyway, we're on Instagram. If follow us on Instagram, uh, it's pretty awesome. We've I, picked up sixty-one uh, followers in a very short amount of time. You're not even trying yet. We're we're that's going to be on our new app coming out. We're I haven't talked to Michael May in our IT division about it yet, but we're going to have a new app pretty soon to replace. Just an update, really. Yeah, update. New day. Saying new is probably not the right word, but mm-hmm. it's going to update it, and have you'll a new see. Look. It's going to have a new look, yeah. yeah, and it's going to have Instagram on it. But what I'm excited about, what Jason and I are excited about, is there's a whole page devoted to nothing but news and information, Facebook, social media, a whole page. This show, this right show, there. everything mm-hmm. will be on mm-hmm. that Facebook. I mean, on that on that app when you get it this time around, which should be pretty soon. Yeah, and we want you to stay connected. Stay connected. That's, that's, that's kind of our slogan on that, you know. But uh, click the news mm-hmm. button. Yeah, uh, goes in Lee Wilmot's newsroom, which is going to have all our coordinators' mm-hmm. news in there across the state. But Lee, uh, Lee is our public information officer that works out of the Nashville office and puts out a lot of the press releases you see, and and all the coordinators across the state do too. And so we'll have a lot of their news in there also. But it's going to be on that app. Mm-hmm. Barry, you'll have it, won't you? When is that coming out? <laughs> Any day. <laughs> Any day. Right yeah, around the corner. But yeah, and then Twitter. It's Twitter's growing uh, as well. Uh, it's it's growing. It's got what seventy seven hundred plus followers, and uh, and uh, we're trying to get the information out that way. You see a lot of posts about commission meetings on Twitter. It's a great way to get some news out, just quick news, and uh, follow us on that as well. We Twitter at normal times of the day most of the time, yeah. so you can get <laughs> out there and see our Twitter and uh, follow it. And um, it's it's a lot of fun. I was one of those that kind of held back on Twitter for a while personally until we started messing with this here and. We've concentrated a lot on Facebook. We're going to concentrate a little more on our Twitter and our posts. But it's it's a neat way to say a message in 140 characters or less. And it's a neat way for the public to just kind of keep up with what's going on with the, the agency. And, you know, and they can share too, you know. So it's I, – I, I like uh, the social media side of it. I was not uh, prepared for how much – uh, people actually interact with the agency and and in a good way i mean they oh, absolutely they they, they uh, a lot of people uh just enjoy what the agency does and and we appreciate hearing about it and and uh, uh surely we're we're happy to you know share 
what the agency's doing on that. So that, well, I'm proud of the work that I think we we're putting out a lot of work. Sportsmen support us, and and we're putting out a lot of information that I think that you will mm-hmm. love seeing and hearing. Uh, Jason shoots videos. He does his Wildcast Extra that we put out there, and and um, we just we put everything from press releases to video. Yeah, if there's something in between, we do. Barry's that too. been doing some great videos as well. That, he, that license video was, was yeah, awesome. And when, you went hunting to Murray County. You went and followed youngsters on oh, Murray yeah, County here in Middle yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many things that the wildlife officers and the biologists do that I mean you can't you can't uh, show it all. And uh, but. Uh, these guys get out there and they work hard putting together hunts. Uh, Rusty Thompson down in Murray County had one. I did uh, one down in Lawrence County with uh, Jeff Hummel. I mean, these guys do a lot of work organizing these hunts for the kids yeah. uh, to get give kids opportunities to uh, get out and uh, you know being able to go down there and shoot these videos and and interact with the hunters, interact with the officers, um, and put that out for everybody to see is to me is satisfying but I, I hope it is satisfying to the the folks that were on the hunt and the, and, and the officers that organized the hunt because uh, i mean uh, they deserve you know a little bit of credit for for all the work they're doing so they do and, and we're seeing it a, a lot of it across the state too a lot of what everybody's doing there too that's what i'm having fun with it seeing it's easy to see what's going on not just in middle tennessee but all the other parts of the state too and some great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Things I didn't know was going on. I've been here a long time and didn't realize some of the stuff's going on that's out there. It's a way for for those listening to us, just a way for them to learn. It's one of the easiest and ways. even for those who aren't listening easiest to Easiest ways us. for us to reach the audience, our audience. And, and everybody's on social media, it seems like, these days. Everybody's on the web. Somebody's on their phone. Uh, you know, even if you're 70, 80 year old, years old, some people, you know, they've got, they've got cell phones. They've got what, email addresses, and they're on there. So My dad is 85, and he gets on it just about every day. And even my mom, who I thought would never get on it. She's in her early 80s. Don't yeah. tell her I said that, but yeah. she gets on it. Does she watch the show? She, uh, she hadn't, I don't know if she's watched the show yet. <laughs> you got to crawl before you can walk on Facebook. <laughs> she watches me enough. I think she's yeah. had enough of that. Yeah. But anyway, um, but it's it's just you might as well do it. It's And it's actually pretty fun. Yeah. Right, mm. Barry? Did oh, you? yeah. It's a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, we got turkey season coming around. Am I going to see you anymore, either one of you anymore, until mm. May sometime? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll come in for the show. Yeah. <laughs> it opens up on April first. first. That's right. It's not a joke. No not joke. A, no no joke. joke. No fooling. So uh, yeah, you know, everybody's. Uh, I, I think uh, I was at the NWTF convention uh, here recently, and uh, you know. If, if that was any measure of enthusiasm, I think everybody is ready for turkey season. I mean, I did hear some goose calls and some predator calls, but the turkey calls were uh, in full force. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, lot of excitement around uh, springtime coming and, and turkeys uh, about to get going. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Four birds total, one a day. One a day. Mm-hmm. I've, seen a get you four. I've seen a lot running around out there here in the recent days so yep. they're yep. moving they're getting out and about so they are. they probably think it's almost summer right now well, with the yeah. warm snap yeah and i when i was talking to one of our biologists the other day wondering a, a little bit will it affect this season it's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. how they respond to it because i don't think it's going to get any i don't think winter's going to come anymore this year do y'all 
I, I didn't see my shadows. So <laughs> uh, anyway, well, I, I, just, I almost want it. It's like I wanted to go away, but it doesn't feel like it was really ever here all that much. But no, a couple it, weeks. Didn't, it didn't really get cold. But I, I know uh, fishermen are enjoying the warmer weathers, and, 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 you know, turkey hunters are certainly ready. I know a lot of people have been out uh, shed hunting already. Um, Mm-hmm. and finding sheds uh, i mean there's just a lot of stuff going on outdoors that uh you know if you hunt and fish or you just enjoy the outdoors you can get out there and do now so yeah um there is i've uh, never shed hunt but i bet it's a lot of fun i got out a little bit this weekend and tried to <clears throat> but i didn't have any luck i was just you know walking around some of the areas there mm-hmm. around the house <laughs> did you feel like you were looking for sheds <laughs> with me yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like fishing with doug no <laughs> Anyway, but it was fun just to get out and walk around and enjoy nature. And then, you know, you're looking, and I'm like, should I be looking for white antlers? Or they still got a little brown in them? What color, you know, what's my chances here? And the leaves, some of the leaves are on the ground. And so, yeah. do you have much experience I with that? I do Barry? not. I'd like to give you some help there, but I've been Dale. told, I've been told you just watch and you'll see the points sticking up, or you'll see it turned over and you'll just see it. And uh, Dale Grandstaff, one He's of our man. officers, uh, he, he, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Boone and Crockett were here to right. uh, measure the Tucker buck. There's again. a video on our website about that. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, really good video. Thanks to you. Very shocked. Dale, yeah. Dale's got these two giant antlers sitting over there. And I'm like, what is that? And he goes, oh, I went shed hunting. So <laughs> I'd have I go, to compete I go against out. him in, a, in an egg hunt with yeah. the other guy. Yeah. He's got been pretty good at that. So, I mean, and it, you know, I have gone shed hunting and it's a lot of fun and I've never found anything like that. Right. Uh, most of the time I find last year's shed that's been chewed on by our squirrel, but, um, there are a lot of people that have a knack for it. And, uh, I think it just takes time in the woods to be able to figure out where the deer are actually, uh, hanging out and where they're probably going to lose that antler. So, um, but this is the time. I seen that shed you were talking about that, that Dale found. It was amazing how it had double, I mean, identical drop tines <laughs> on each Gosh. side it was the perfect match yeah, it was, it yeah. was a crazy looking yeah. like, crazy looking rack but it was he, cool he says it gets easier he says the more you do it all of a sudden you just start seeing them and i've got a little experience with looking for lures like that where where after a day or so all of a sudden you start seeing that shiny that silver over here mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that blue chrome over here or whatever it gets a little easier so i, I don't maybe it's like that i don't know i don't know I, I just, I, i'm still looking for my first big well, none of the lures i find have hooks in them though <laughs> <laughs> hey, I guess right now might be a good time to do some do some uh, lure hunting. I mean, when yeah, the water's down and and you can walk those banks. Time to go. Yeah, walk yeah. those banks and and find these lures that have been snagged under under the water if, during the big. If you haven't yeah. waited too late already, yeah, but, during the fishing season. So. Yeah, when that water drops down on Priest is the lake I think of because we're here in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, but there's you'll find lures all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to get out there before everybody else mm-hmm. and go do it. So it's worth it's worth trying. Yep. All right, so turkey season's coming up, and and uh, look for, I guess our fishing guide will be coming out here pretty soon. Should uh, be. Should yep. be in there. Not a whole lot of big changes this year. Kentucky Lake, though, I do need to remember that. The, the crappie limit on Kentucky Lake, as of now, as of starting in March, is now 20 per day, mm-hmm. not 30. Uh, there was some concern over on Kentucky Lake about the crappie. And our guys here at TWA, I've been listening to them for 30 years, talk about how things are cyclical. Well, there was some concern over there, so the crappie limit got dropped back to 20, and this year they're whacking them. Mm-hmm. And so 
just got to be patient sometimes with crappie. They're pretty resilient, but they go through these these cycles. Yeah. And I've listened to these guys say it for these years, and then watched them turn around and do what they say. So, uh, but anyway, the the news is good. The fish is biting, but don't forget the limit now is twenty, <clears throat> and you need to look at the guide uh, when it when you're going crappie fishing because we don't really have a set state limit on crappie anymore. It's lake by lake. Mm. Uh, we're here in Middle Tennessee. Our all our lakes up north have a 30 fish limit on them all our fish down south in middle tennessee have a 20 fish limit or 15 i believe look at the guy just make sure Mm -hmm. but but um kentucky's dropped there and you just need to check before you go to see what the limit is on your lake i think a lot of these tennessee are probably still 30 but check them out and see just -hmm. to make sure and that guide will be out pretty soon and it will be on our website you'll be able to find it on the app and it'll be in a hard copy at your local stores uh, where you can go pick it up and if you open up the cover the first page or two will say changes for this year and that's where you can get it from and if you're not familiar with our fishing guide it goes by the regions by the lake that's in the regions uh, we have four regions and it's one state but we have four regions we gra- that are ge- geographically separated and the lakes are all under those regions so it's real easy to figure out mm-hmm. and it will tell you the limits of all the fish in that particular area and a few will list them as statewide and that's when the limit is the same from one place to the other place i look forward to seeing those pictures try to get those pictures uh, on the on the tag board and and send those in to okay. our trophy room by using hashtag tn trophy room getting more and more i like yeah. that we know it's a way to be interactive with the community that's out right there. that's yeah. right okay. barry when you go out with your daughter for the first time take pictures oh i will and wear your life jacket. i'm gonna let her i'm gonna let her drive oh, you're gonna let her drive <laughs> oh boy that should be fun. That's right. Should be oh, exciting. That's right. Five horsepower, five horsepower motor, or uh, no, one fifteen. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. I'm gonna let her back her in too. Full that's throttle. Gonna gonna let her back her in. <laughs> yeah. You better go during the week. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, Doug, it's been a great show. Thanks, uh, Barry, for being with us. Uh, Barry will be back. I had fun. It's a little different uh, style today, and I yeah. think it works. I think. Uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Hope y'all are watching, uh, watching the show, listening to this on on tnwildcast.com and hope you enjoyed it but uh, follow our Facebook Twitter and Instagrams and thanks a lot <laughs>